This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to it. This is Untapped Talents with myself, Sia Sangrenifin, right here on CliffCentral.com. Thank you so much for having us on. And as you know, week after week, it's going to be the same, but yet interesting and exciting thing. I'll be chatting to young up-and-comers who are doing very awesome stuff. So this week, uh, in this upcoming hour, I'll be chatting to professional actress. She's a dancer as well and a model. She goes by the name of Karishma Baste. She's based in Cape Town, so we'll be chatting to her via Skype about her a very interesting career. Listen, you know you're determined if by the age of four years old you're already into ballet because you know you want to be a performer. And she's definitely done a lot of exciting stuff, being featured in films, doing some TV commercials, as well as uh, starring on screen as well. And all of her plans as well, her future plans, which are definitely exciting. And then also later in the show as well, I'll be chatting to singer Lakota Silva. Now, here's the thing. You may not think you recognize her name, but if I were to play you her song, you'll definitely have your tapping and definitely realize that you actually do know who she is so exciting females who are doing awesome stuff right here on untapped talent this week but first and foremost though i actually want to highlight a particular individual now this is definitely what the show is always about but you know sometimes it's exciting to chat to these people other times i don't really know if it's doing amazing stuff for my self-esteem and this particular individual is a young guy he I, I really don't really know how to go about describing him. So you think you're doing well at school, then you find out about Stephen R. Stafford II. You know, even with a name like that, you know you're about to do some awesome stuff. He's based in America, and he's just going out there showing that you can be a bright light and you can go out there and do exactly what you set your mind out to do. So Stephen grew up um, under homeschool. And so it was about at the age of 11, he had actually completed the equivalent in South African terms would be his whole schooling career. So that is primary school, senior primary and high school by the age of 11. Now, in South African terms, by the age of 11, you should be in grade five. So here he was matriculating out of high school. And at 11 years old, he also began at this historical university in America, uh, Morehouse College. Um, so there he was at 11 at Morehouse College. And you think, okay, this is kudos enough. Well, basically in the couple of years that have gone by, he's now acquired enough earnings to re- to receive a triple major at Morehouse College. Now, this is just no ordinary major as if being a young person at 11 years old in college is not awesome enough. Here he is tripling in pre-med mathematics and computer science and this has gotten him the title of being one of the world's 50 smartest teenagers i mean (laughs) so he's now uh 22 years old and he's a full-blown medical graduate so hey listen this story can either inspire you and go out there and motivate you to go out and do absolutely amazing things what can do what is done to me. So just sit here just a bit all by my lonesome, realize that I'm not doing enough. And even though I'm slightly depressed, it is working to motivate me nonetheless. So enough about Stephen. Kudos on him. I really think what he's doing is amazing. Let's carry on with the show. This is Untapped Talents and kicking it off with my very first guest, actress, dancer and model, Karishma Baste. This is CliffCentral.com. All right. So Karishma Baste. First and foremost, did I... Butcher your surname? I hope I didn't. No, you didn't actually. You said it quite well. I'm so impressed. Ah, let me try it one more time just to feel good about myself. Karishma Baste. There we go. <laughs> Professional actress, dancer, and model. Thank you so much for joining us on Untapped Talent this morning. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. So, Karishma, is it just like, was it written in the stars for you to be this enthralled by entertainment your whole life, really? Um, well, I think so. Um, it all started with my mom, really. She kind of really wanted her little girl to be a ballerina. Uh, and so she enrolled me in some ballet classes and uh, kind of just the, the I don't know, my passion for the limelight was kind of ignited by doing all my dancing shows. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then she just, she just kept on encouraging it because I went to, you know, modern dancing, jazz, tap, drama classes. Um before that, I actually wanted to become a vet. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm completely upset. 
all sorts of animals, um, completely nuts about animals and really wanted to become a vet and actually used to volunteer at my local vet in Port Chepston, my hometown. Uh, I probably drove the poor guy absolutely mental, this little girl <laughs> hanging around all the time. Um, but it was great and I, I learned so much um, about animals, but I also learned that unfortunately you have to put animals down. Which um, wasn't the best of options for you as an animal lover. It wasn't, you know, I remember so clearly this old couple came in with this beautiful dog who had like terrible cancer. Yeah. And and this was their, their child, really their child. And obviously it was all gentle and everything, putting the animal down. And then they left and the dog goes into like a black bin bag into the freezer for the guy to come at the end of the day or the end of the week, you know, to Shucks. take them all off to be cremated. And I was like, oh my God, that was like someone's child. So um, I think that completely yeah, killed that idea. Because listen, I'm totally with you. I used to want to be like a doctor and I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Then I realized, hey, doctors actually have to deal with blood. So <laughs> that's when I was like, uh, not necessarily for me. But you actually started ballet at the age of four. Was ah, it at that young age? Was it really just for fun? Or did you realize even at that young age that, okay, I want to take this seriously? You know, um, ballet at the age of four is never really just for fun. You're kind of doing point flex for like, a, you know, a good 45 minutes. It's very obviously basic stuff, you know, wow. but, but uh, uh, really laying the foundation of ballet, which is so important. And um, next door, there was some um, modern dancing classes. And obviously they were like dancing to all like the hip songs of the time and sounded so awesome. And I was like, mom, I really want to do that. And she was like, well okay but only if you continue with your ballet yeah. which i'm so grateful for up until this day you know it's, it's really given me such amazing foundation uh, for my career as a whole in fact but um i think once i started that and we started doing like you know the end of your your year shows and that kind of thing i really loved uh being a performer and being on stage um so that hooked me yeah, so we'll definitely get into your career and all these amazing, amazing achievements in just a bit. But I want to find out, you know, when you have a person who is so fiercely determined and so knows what they want to do at such a young age, then how is that person at school? So how are you at school? Are you the one who's like, listen, at the school play, I'm not even going to try to be the tree because I need to be... <laughs> I need to be the lead. I need to be in the spotlight. How was Karishma at school? I, I always fought uh, for the spotlight, I have to say. I was, I was the, the kid signing my autograph. You know, ah. <laughs> and being like, you know, guys, you better keep this because one day it's going to be worth millions. Wow. Um, I was one of those kids. But I had a really good relationship with my teachers and, and I knew um, what I was passionate about, you know, and I think that really shone through. So it wasn't a, a case of, you know, me fighting for the lead roles per se. Uh -huh. It was more of a case of yes, me auditioning and, and I had a really good chance and I, and I got it. So, yeah. At that young age, where what was the vision for yourself? Like, did you want to go full on Broadway? Did you see your your name in lights? Or did you just see yourself being a full on entertainer? Being that, you know, uh, as an actress or just as a dancer or just on the fashion runways of the world? Um, I definitely saw my name up in lights. Um, and I, I'm such a big dreamer. I've always been a huge dreamer. And I think uh, that's actually really gotten me to where I am today is just never giving up and holding on to those dreams. Um, but uh, my first goal was actually getting out of my small town of Port Shepston, you know, mm -hmm. there was nothing really happening and going on there. So that was the first step. And then I, w I was willing to take whatever came my way. Like I knew I wanted this. I knew I wanted to be a performer. Uh, when I was really young, I think I did have those crazy dreams about, you know, winning, winning an Oscar, you know, and, and those kind of dreams. And then as obviously my career has gone on, I've become a lot more mature and realistic about things. I mean, that dream is still there somewhere yeah. in the background. But right now, I just want to be a performer. I mean, I love doing what I do so much. Uh, it, it amazes me that I get paid um, <laughs> to do what you love. This and and I, I'm having such a blast, and it's amazing. It's you know even the hard work doesn't seem like hard work, 
because I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Hey, listen, it was Lupita Nyong'o who herself comes from Africa, moved to Mexico, and then finally America. When she finally won her Oscar, she said, this is for everyone out there who has a dream, and I want you to know that your dreams are valid. So, hey, let's not put that Oscar dream aside, hey? No, definitely not. Never. So, how old were you when you left Port Shepston? Because you moved to America for a while as well, right? Um, yeah, I, I was uh, 17, just just turning 17. Wow. Had you just matriculated at that point? Yes. Okay. Just finished the trip, yeah. So then how was the family support? You know, did they feel like, okay, maybe you just a bit too young or did they fully believe in you and were like, okay, casually travel to Chicago and see what happens there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, my parents were Rotarians um, and I actually went over as a Rotary exchange student mm-hmm. um, to the States. So I think my parents were kind of um, had a bit more comfort in that, I mean, being Indian parents, it was a huge thing for their little baby, oh, yeah. you know, to be going all over, um, you know, across uh, the world. Um, but it was through Rotary and they were so amazing. And so I really had an amazing support system around me and got to do like such amazing things that I, I never dreamt of doing. It was really incredible. So some somewhere out there, you also ended up as a journalist for a local paper. Like this was not part of your plans, but talk about the determination and just the initiative that it takes to, you know, be out of your comfort zone, totally out of your elements, but still make things happen. What did you learn about that journey? I think being in America, you know, um, everyone's so hungry for success. Mm-hmm. And everyone, a lot of people actually have their thing. You know, if you're a dancer, you're a dancer and you eat, breathe, sleep, you know, your life is just dance, dance, dance. Yeah. That was very infectious to me because we don't really have that culture. I mean, I haven't experienced people being so one track minded and focused you know, um, on things here. And it was very infectious. And uh, at the same time, I wanted to grasp as many skills and learn as many things as possible while I could, yeah. uh, you know, spending time in the States. So any opportunity that came my way, you know, I had a passion for writing. I am interested in it. So when the journalism opportunity came, I was like, yes, of course, <laughs> you know, let's try it out and see where it goes. I'm always very interested to find out with journalists, like what was your, do you remember like your first story that you had to cover? Um, well, we did lots of little things, but my most memorable one was um, Hurricane Katrina had just happened. Oh, shucks, because um, it was in 2005, yeah. Yes, and so I actually got an opportunity to go to a lot of the, the shelters that were stationed in Chicago, um, you know, and interview the people that had lost everything mm. um, in this hurricane. And that, for me, was, was pretty touching. It was pretty, pretty awesome to be a part of that and to be part of the aid um, and to be able to tell these people stories, which was incredible. So I'm sure, though, overall, though, that experience of being an American, you know, going out there and pursuing your dreams is an eye-opener of note. What did you have to say is the biggest thing that you learned from being in an industry uh, based in America versus the one that we have here in South Africa? Um, that um, the grass is greener where you water it. Um, I think uh, everyone thinks the grass is greener on the other side. And, and for me, it, it's never proven true. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I love South Africa so much and I, and I believe in this country and I believe in what we're doing. I, I really do. And America is wonderful and has amazing opportunities, but uh, it's, it's cutthroat, you know, um, to say the least. And it wasn't all, you know, um, kind of roses and sunshine. I mean, I, I went to L.A., you know, saw what it's about kind of thing. And I was like, geez, you know, for some reason, as a young aspiring actress, you have this vision of LA and it's going to be this magical place, you know, and opportunities are going to come to you. And yes, be- we see it in movies, like you know, you're w- walking down Rodeo Drive and it seems like a musical. <laughs> it's just, it's just not. It's, you know, I- I've seen how people have worked so hard from such a young age. Like I say, you know, you eat, breathe and sleep you know, um, what you want to do to achieve that status. And when you're there competing with so many people who have the same mindset, it's really overwhelming. Yeah. It is. So did you, to a certain extent, was coming back to South Africa almost a little easier now that you've faced such a, a tougher industry and you've learned more? Did you grow thicker skin when you were preparing yourself to come back to South Africa? Oh, definitely. And I was, I was so motivated and so determined. And, and I think, um, 
it was also because not that I'd let go, like I think I had really let go of the dream of maybe wanting to move to America one day. I think I, I kind of knew within me that I wanted to be here in my country and yeah. I wanted to make the best of the industry here and my opportunities here. And we're so lucky here in Cape Town that a lot of the international shows are now starting to form here. So, you know, yeah, I, I mean, can, isn't Resident Evil shooting in Cape Town right now? Yeah. They are. I think they've just wrapped, actually. But yeah, they were shooting here for a long time. I mean, that's amazing. For me, you know, you get to have a bit of both both worlds kind of thing. Exactly. So on a bit of a side note, did you crash the set of Resident Evil? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. I wish. I, I, I often have these these evil plans. I think you should. Listen, li- <laughs> let me play the part of like your advisor here. You'll thank me one day. How about you strategically <laughs> place like business cards on set? You just wait around. You never know who might be sick and who might not be available and they need a backup actress. <laughs> no, you know, this is really funny because hey, uh, my husband's best friend owns like these high-end apartments um, at the waterfront. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, I always joke with him that if ever a celebrity, you know, goes and stays there, then I need to be the one to like casually do the handover. Oh, absolutely. Know, business just in case you never know Um, initiative will take you places so i'm totally about to uh, advocate that now for me personally i always say the mark of a true thespian um is the sort of productions that you're associated or star in and this for me is like the top of that pile even to the point where i do not know if i'm even pronouncing it correctly le miserable Oh, yes, exactly. Quite good, very good. All, all I know is you always need an accent and it's as if like you'll just go and sip on wine and have a croissant afterwards. Yeah, or, 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 or Le Mis, you know, for us as normal people. that's I think that's the common name for everyone who, who's really so intimidated yeah, by, you know, saying the name. I really do feel like theatre is a beast though. You know, it's absolutely grueling. You know, with a... Starring in movies, you have a set time and you just run its course and you have a script and you're done with it. Or you can do several takes. Theater is a whole new beast because it's sometimes, you know, eight shows in a seven day week and it's grueling and it's an audience right in front of you. I don't mean to add more pressure to you right now, (laughs) but how do you find the whole theater world on its own? Theater, theater is my fire. I mean, it's where I started and it's, it's where my heart will always be. Because nothing can replace that high that you get. Oh yeah, from being on stage and in the moment, and it's it's just it's it's amazing to me. Um, I actually just played Matilda in a adaptation of Roald Dahl's Matilda. Oh wow! Um, and we had kind of a, a eight week run, and it was two shows a day. Uh, and it's just, I mean, it's 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 grueling. It really is. I mean, you, you've got to dig deep. So what's so what's the reward that you get from such? Just telling stories, changing people's lives. You know, stories affect people in so many different ways, and you know, you take each person takes a different thing uh, yeah. from a story. That's what I feel. Um, and you're able to touch and change and inspire lives. And for me, that is the most amazing thing to to touch someone's life, to inspire someone's life, um, is just incredible. And so for yourself, do you definitely believe that Cape Town is the place to be to, to accomplish such? Um, I think so. Look, look, Cape Town, um, resonates with me and my kind of lifestyle. Uh, you know, I'm very organic, holistic type of person. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm all up for, I mean, I think, uh, in South Africa, you've got to be a national artist. You can't just say I only work in Cape Town. Exactly. You know, it's open to opportunities, um, all around the country, um, which is great that we can do that and we had, do have access to that. But, um, my heart is very much in Cape Town. It really resonates. Yeah. But, um, but to be fair as well, you did touch on the point that, uh, films are now filmed so often in Cape Town. And here you are now. You, starred in 31 million reasons back in 2010 and as well uh, in material with Riyad Musa let's talk about that how was it working alongside Riyad because I have I don't think I've actually met him I've seen him around Uh, as much as he is a comedian what I'm drawn to is that he actually studied medicine so he is a doctor there's this almost serious side to him so how was it working with such a character I mean, he is just the loveliest human being. He's such a down to earth, 
humble guy. Uh, you know, he's not he's not a laugh a minute. You know, <laughs> his uh, stuff on stage as a comedian, he's hilarious. But I yeah. mean, just as a person, he was so calm, cool, collected. You know, here's all of us who kind of studied acting and all these things, and there's this guy who's like a doctor and a stand-up comic. And he just came, waltzed on set, wow. and kind of nailed it. And it was just amazing, you know, to watch someone like that. I mean, we were in awe. And, and it couldn't, you know, the success couldn't have happened to a lovelier person, really. Exactly. Because I will have to say, I watched material under the premise of, oh, it has Riyadh Moose. It's going to be, you know, quite humorous. And I just thought it was an overall comedy. But there were parts. I was like, whoa, hold up. His parents don't support him as a comedian. And I felt bad for the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I really did not expect this whole emotional roller coaster vibe to it but back to you you're you're doing very interesting things you know what goes into choosing the next project that you'll uh, sign up for you know because as an actress as a dancer as a model you have this this wide spectrum of different uh, projects how do you choose what you'll next uh, sign up for um for me it's um people who i want to work with Um, so if someone comes along with something and, um, you know, someone I really want to work with is in it, then obviously that's a big factor. The story is really important if we're talking acting, you know, um, I really need to believe in it and I'm willing to push myself a lot as an actor and I love breaking down boundaries. It's like my favorite thing ever, but it must still be true to the story. I mean, there's a big thing now of like, you know, sex or nudity for the sake of sex or nudity. And um, I'm quite willing to go there, but it really needs to be, you know, very valid um, to the story that we're trying to tell. Wow. Um, and in terms of kind of um, fashion, and I do a lot of um, fashion photography still stuff, uh, that just needs to be creative. I mean, I love to play and love to have fun and, and get dressed up and do crazy things, really unexpected things. So, yeah, just I'm glad you brought it up first. So nudity isn't a big thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> Back with the Marie Claire Naked campaign is you starred in the spread. Yes. Let's just talk about that for a few seconds. You know, Krishma. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, you know, I mean, that was such a good cause. I mean, that, that was a no-brainer. A no-brainer for me. Um, You know, w- when it comes to nudity, like I said, you know, if there's something validating it and if yeah. it's done with class and integrity... Um, you know, I, I'm an, I'm an actor. I take on a character. So for me, it's not really me. I, I'm, I've always been a very, a person that's very comfortable yeah. with my sexuality and my body. I think being a dancer my whole life, you know, kind of really makes you comfortable with your body. Uh, I'm, I'm also, you know, a yoga instructor. So really comfortable in my body. Oh, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, that was an amazing, um, cause and it was just my absolute pleasure to lend my body, you know, to that cause and hopefully made a difference in this world. Was that the one for the um, raising awareness for organ donors? Yes, it was the Organ Donor Foundation. Okay, then kudos on you because, you know, I've given myself two years. I said, you know, let me get into my prime shape because I know (laughs) (laughs) the more you age, the more, in most cases, everything just goes downhill. So if I can get some sort of a nude spread (laughs) in like my prime physique, I'll be happy. So at least you have that picture to look back on when you're like in your 80s one day. One day, exactly. And, you know, I mean, I've done, um, as an Indian woman, I, I really love pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Um, that because I feel like Indian women are like um, raised to be ashamed of their bodies in so many ways. Mm. I think it's absolutely ridiculous because we're all beautiful, powerful, you know, sensual women and we should embrace all aspects of ourselves. And um, even when I did FHM, you know, it was... Yes, um, and being voted the 19th sexiest woman in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen. Is there a billboard outside of your house right now that states that? No, there isn't. And why is that not the case? <laughs> Do you, And how, how many people are in the world? It's in the billions, right? Oh, uh, yeah. 19th uh, out of billions. Come on. How no, did you... It, that it must have been a moment of a little pride, though, wasn't it? Yeah, look, I, it's just, um, it's, I think it's all relative. It was very flattering and very humbling, you know, at the same time. And uh, my, my biggest uh, victory from that was when my husband was actually with me at the shoot. 
And this guy was, he was walking around with his cell phone when we were walking back to our car because he'd taken some time the scenes pick. And he was literally like calling people saying, oh my God, that's my wife. (laughs) Hello, (laughs) guys, this is my wife. Like, you know, he was proud and so blown away. And for me, that was just the ultimate victory. So he's definitely proud of your career thus far. Oh my God, he is just the most supportive the most amazingly supportive man. That's awesome to know that you have a support system that you can always rely on and someone who's always on your side. So that's good stuff. So you mentioned a little earlier about your love for yoga. And I've always thought about yoga in a theoretical sense of like, oh, you know, it would be cool just to sit in silence and to center your body and your mind and your soul, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's, you know, to sign up for like a 20 minute weekly session. That's one thing. <laughs> but you underwent a 200 hour yoga teacher training, not even in South Africa, in India. That takes it to a whole yeah. new level. <laughs> what made you do that? Well, you know, I don't do things halfway. It's all or nothing um, mm-hmm. with me. So when I decided um, that I wanted to do this, um, then I was like, well, um, I'm Indian. I love India. Uh-huh. You know, this is the roots of where yoga started. So why not? Um, and it was it was literally the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I've done some pretty crazy things. Um, but the most fulfilling, the most I mean, amazing journey that I could have ever taken. Shucks. But, you know, as an actress, you know, someone in the arts, you know, people would just assume a bit of an extrovert. How do you manage? This is my biggest battle. How do you manage to sit in silence? I think, you know, sitting in silence is one thing. I think I can manage that. It's how do you get your brain to keep quiet? Because <laughs> not to sound crazy, the voices in my head can't necessarily shut up. Oh my gosh, well, yeah, we are all in the same boat, my friend, because, um, I mean, I, I was actually, um, I was a terrible insomniac, you know, before, um, I went on this yoga journey, literally getting maybe three to four hours of sleep every night. Yeah. Um, it was so bad. And I kind of get this thing from my dad where it's exactly the same thing. It's all these voices. It's all these things I want to plan for the next day. And, you know, have I accomplished everything, you know? Yeah, you um, can just today. never get your brain quiet. And I think with us in the entertainment industry, it's always so busy. You know, it's it's not nine to five. You know, you're exactly. working, you know, all the time. There's a million different things. You know, my career, I'm pulled in 50 million directions on a daily basis. Um, and that's really hard to quieten down, but, uh, it's, it's a journey and it's a process. And I think as long as you keep trying, you are achieving some good. And some days my meditation is amazing. You know, I go to places that I couldn't even describe to you and some days it just doesn't happen. And I think you've got to accept that. And that's part of the journey. So listen, let me put it this way then. When I'm ready for my eat, pray, love journey, I'm going to call you up. Deal? Please do. Please do. I would would love to guide you through your pray, love journey. It would be my absolute. (laughs) That's incredible. Just completed my eat, pray, love. I mean, obviously, I'll be going back to India this year for the fifth time. Uh, We went to Italy last year. And this year, I've just gotten back from a month in Bali. So, yeah, it was kind of a a dream of mine to do all of them. And and I'm sure it was definitely worth it in the end. But listen, I just want to ask before we wrap up. Where to from here? You know, you've done so much. You're still so young to have started in feature films, to be in these amazing campaigns, TV commercials. You even have studied. That's how seriously you take the arts. You know, you have a degree in performing arts and media studies and a diploma as well with with some behind the scenes work. So what is next for you? Um, well, um, I think um, in this country right now is that I really want to tell amazing stories and unfortunately for an Indian woman in this industry Mm -hmm. that means writing a lot of my own roles and a lot of the stories that I want to tell I really struggled with that a bit whereas I feel that even though South Africa's really moved in a lot of ways past the whole racial thing yeah of our stories are still grounded in race you know it's either a black family or a white family or whatever you know, and, and there's no room for, for any, you know, a movement in there. You know, if it's a white family, you can't all of a sudden have an Indian daughter, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how good I am for the character per se. So, um, yeah, really wanting to tell stories, writing different roles that you probably wouldn't ever think or uh, typecast an Indian woman. Um, in. So I've been producing a lot. We just produced, uh, I produced my first web series, which we've just shot the pilot. 
That's of. fantastic. Um, yeah, so creating my own work, I think that's where it is. Creating also work to incorporate actors that I really believe in in this country. And most definitely in, in the flip side of the coin, it's such an empowering position to be you right now where you have these options for you and nobody to dictate what you must do. So you literally can do any and everything that your heart desires. Exactly. It's, it's wonderful and it's exciting. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm very excited for the future and all the things that I've said in motion. Uh, I mean, besides that, lots of conservation work, um, lots of traveling. My husband and I are crazy travelers, um, planning some stuff in Africa. My husband works in the DRC, so really doing some hectic conservation oh, wow. uh, stuff in the heart of Africa. Uh, another big passion of mine. And yeah, just writing, creating stuff. I've got um, two short films that I'm working on um, at the moment. Um, lots of stills campaigns that I've been shooting. Mm-hmm. So busy, busy, busy. And busy is definitely not a bad thing at all. But listen, no. Karishma, thank you so much for joining me this morning. You and just your busy self to actually make some time out for us. Where can people get a hold of you? You know, like I'm even waiting to find out more about the web series, et cetera, et cetera. So where can we follow you on social media or get more info on you? So I am on Twitter and on Facebook, Karishma Bazde. But I'm also on Instagram and that must be my favorite social media. <laughs> I'm like all about pictures and um, yeah, you can just follow my life, my journey, um, all the things that I'm involved with. Um, yeah, I'm there. Okay. So I'm actually just on your Instagram page right now. Let's see. Okay. She's good on selfies. Okay. Great photo shoot there by the sand. Is that your dog in the equation? Yes. My two <laughs> loves of my life. So yeah. Okay. Uh, all about my animals. <laughs> I hope I've done a good review of your page. If you want cute dogs, awesome selfies, and great photo shoots, basically anything to make you envious, because Krishma's <laughs> living the best life <laughs> ever. <laughs> and lots of organic, delicious food recipes. I'm a superfood fanatic, and I love to cook, and I love to eat. So lots of great stuff on there as well. Fantastic stuff. Thank you so much for joining us. This actress, dancer, model, yogi, dreamer, creative soul, free spirit, foodie, animal lover, she calls herself a gypsy even. Karishma Baste. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sia. This was incredible. All, I hope you have a wonderful day. All the best for the future, hey. Keep on. Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, awesome people right here on Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com. cliffcentral.com So I have to say, the perks of my job are just like meeting awesome, awesome people and getting That's to so chat cool. to them. And there's definitely one awesome person in the room. Lakota Ah, uh, I think there are two awesome people in the room. Hashtag mm. just saying. <laughs> this <laughs> is why you. you're perfect. Let's just throw compliments at each other. Exactly. All day, every day. I think that is fantastic. That's Thank cool. you so much for making time for us right Absolutely. at Cliff Central. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here. It's always Listen, fun. I have to start off by saying, what an awesome album. Aww. Just even they they say don't judge a book by its cover, <laughs> but I think it's safe to say you can judge an album by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Just the cover image. It's it's you know I hate to sound like this person whenever I do comparisons like this, but it doesn't seem South African. I like that term. A lot of people do that. Yeah, and you know it's cool because it puts us like on a platform um, where we're compared to what we're fed internationally. And yeah, I think that's great because it's it's a very high standard. But eventually, I think South African artists will get to that standard where we don't have to yeah. compare ourselves to that you know listen i'm definitely all for progress and for yeah. our industry expanding but when you see the quality thank of work you. you know not just your album itself but uh your music videos when you see it's like okay so it's not like <laughs> a simple, from here <laughs> yeah it's like it's not a simple premise of oh i have a guitar and i'm gonna sit in the grass yeah <laughs> you actually put a lot of thoughts into it yes let's talk about that because you know it's one thing to have the singing talent it's one thing to be a creative but yeah. it's another to have a business mind. Oh my to gosh. <laughs> you hit the nail on it. I always say this. It's so true. It's a whole package. Like yeah. you um if you're if you're here in it just to sing, then you know, that's great. But 
to last long and, and to be someone that's going to stay in for a long time, yeah. it's going to become difficult and challenging because it's, it's an industry, you know, mm-hmm. it's as much as you love music and creating music. And I think that's what needs to be the core. There's everything around that. And that's working with a brand that's creating music videos, creating an image, um, creating just a product basically that you say, this is what I'm about. And, and you offer that to yeah. an audience. Um, so it's a big, big business thing. You How know? important is it for you to be hands on with those oh. types of decisions 100 percent. because the thing is i like i'm i know my brand and I, I know what i stand for and i have a team and and teams like video teams and record label teams and i have teams all around that understand my brand and complement complement that but i have to be the core i have to be um the boss because it's it's my sort of brand, you know, yeah. and you have to work with people that complement that. So it's so important that you're hands on because otherwise it, it's not, it doesn't stay authentic and it doesn't stay true to you as an artist. Having Absolutely. said that though, it's so important to, you know, trust people and, and you work with people who are like well in the business and you, you got to trust them because they know what they know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, so with that, you know, boss hat on, <laughs> how would you <laughs> begin to describe <laughs> who Lakota Silver is? <laughs> <laughs> She's a badass. No, I'm kidding. She's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just a, I'm just a South African white girl yeah. who loves swag and yeah. I just love music. Like, and I who, love it. And who wears a t shirt that says, Creativity is my weapon. Yeah. And it's a men's t shirt, actually. <laughs> oh, well, you are rocking it. <laughs> Thank you so wow. much. Listen, Thank you. So, you grew up in Cape Town? Yes. Born and bred there? Yes. But I do have to say, you know, I, I can't even box you in like a Cape Town category if there <laughs> cool. ever was one. There you is are, one. You, listen, you do you wear shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you don't sit on grass. So for me, you've broken through the Cape Town category. You really are a talent and a half. What is the Thank vision you. that you had for yourself when you set out into the industry? Uh, it's, that's such a great question because always when you start, you need to start with a with an idea, oh, yeah. and that's where everything it grows into into something. Um, so for me, I just knew that I needed to start. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you can't like as an artist, you are ever growing, you are ever um changing. You you going through life, and and your music reflects that, and your art reflects that, and your style, and everything reflects that. So for me, it was like it was extremely important to just continue on that brand and and continue. Like the question went way off my head. <laughs> running off the again. vision, the yeah, idea the that vision. you had for yourself. Exactly. So the vision and the idea is just to was just to start basically and and let it be like let it grow into what whatever it needs to grow into. Yeah. Um. And and I'm I've accepted and I'm content where I'm at at the moment. And and I feel that it's important that we as people like we don't um you know, get too deep and, and, and get too involved in oh, where we should be or where Planning comparing ourselves. Much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm a fan of lists and, and having goals set up for yourself, mm-hmm. but I always tell people like, keep the goal, the goals that you've set for yourself, keep the piece of paper where you've ticked them off because yeah. it's so important. It's so easy to forget what you have accomplished and it's yeah. so easy to focus on what you have not, you know, so just start. Yeah. But for yeah. me, one of my favorite quotes is life is what happens while you're busy making plans. And go. that's the truth. You know, to a certain extent, yes, it is good to have a guide, but yeah. you just have to let the organic process happen. Absolutely. And so speaking of that process, then I'd really love to be like a fly on the wall <laughs> when you're in studio. Because yeah. I feel like you would be sitting there and you're drinking like a bubblegum milkshake. You're like, ooh. <laughs> I actually think the taste of this milkshake is about to like, you see, it's about to inspire something. I have a song called Sticky and it actually goes bubble gum (laughs) And it's like super cool. I can't believe you just did that. So you do just get in there and you're like inspired by what comes first. Uh, Yeah, for me, it's like I always focus on the song. So I'll I'll like, I'll be inspired by sound or a thought or an idea. Uh Um, And also people, you know, and and I'll go, okay, cool. This is what I want to say. And then I let it flow. Like I I let it go. Like for example, like that song Sticky it's literally about bubblegum being stuck on your shoe but it's a metaphor no for men <laughs> for the man that was in, stuck in my brain you know like trying to get rid of it like yes. I was like and, and that's and I was like well it is it's like bubblegum stuck, stuck on your shoe and you just, just kind of went with it can't get it all yeah and I was just like you know and people were like oh my gosh it's cheesy I'm like, but, but I love it like yeah. it is it is that <laughs> so I just go with it you know and, and art the creative world allows you to exactly. so I, I like that yeah. who does Lakota look up to as like the ultimate creators Ooh, right now oh, your top so, three such a good question okay um, I always look at Beyonce for performance Ooh, I think she's yes. the most fierce 
unbelievable performer. She works extremely hard. I admire her for that. I love Rihanna for her style uh-huh. and her edginess and her bravery. And her music's really, really good. You just never know what to expect with her. You never know. Exactly. Never and know her music's always good. It's yeah. always good. I like that. Your content needs to be good and your package needs to be good. But I love that. You know, I would have to say that Rihanna speaks to the now. Mm. No, yeah, she's very relevant. I'm all for Beyonce. No, yeah, I yeah, yeah. love her. But you know, to a certain extent, there's like a Beyonce lane. Yes, yes, of to course. Rihanna, she is in the right now. now. What yeah. is happening? And she's she, brave. She takes us through all of that. Uh-huh. I love that. And, and then it, my third, uh, I would, you know, it's so funny. I have a bunch of males that I really look up to, okay. like male men. But, so I'm just going to say them all quickly in one sentence. Maybe okay. there'll be one, um, one artist. But um, I love Kanye West's music. Um, okay. I think he's very artistic. And people have forgotten that, hey? In the middle music's of the good. Kardashianism. Because he talks a lot. You see, I'm just like, president. like yeah. let your music speak, brother, because it's good. Exactly. <laughs> so so I, I, I don't forget that his music's good. And I'm a big fan of Diplo um, from the Major Ooh. Laser crew. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he does exciting stuff. And and I love the fact that they like break the borders of like Eastern music. And, you know, um, they use all different qualities of music. Yeah. And they just create a banger. Like, I mean, what is trap? It's an amalgamation of like... Hard hitting yeah. sounds like you can't even describe it. I love that. That's I love awesome. that they can do that. So, do you feel that you yourself don't define yourself with your yeah. music tastes and your genres? And absolutely, your... yeah, absolutely. I'm such a fan of music as a whole. Like, I obviously have like my preferences. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my moods. Like, I'm a big Lana Del Rey fan and a big Lord fan. Somehow, I always say <laughs> Lana is the only person who oh, makes yeah, getting no. high by the beach Woo! sound like a good idea. <laughs> that I'm Leon, is in my comment. It just <laughs> sounds like a. Good amazing. Idea. Exactly. Oh, beautiful. I, I'm such a fan. And um, if you were in a room with her, what did you say? Uh, marry me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. <laughs> Let's run away, get yeah, in a wagon, I mean, no, write songs together like, for the rest yeah, of the I'd probably be like, Let's write a track. Wow. I would. I'd be like, let's write a track. I'd probably be that cheesy. Be like, mm-hmm. I'm an artist too. Like, let's write something. <laughs> oh, the irony. Because Lana's also been through a lot of, um, different, uh, she was a few different artists before mm-hmm. she became Lana. Mm-hmm. And I love that about her. Like, this is what works for her. And it was a process. And I think that's amazing too. Yeah. You know, what do you know for sure about being a creative? What do I know for sure? Oh, I know for sure it's ever changing. Mm-hmm. I know for sure that you always need to be uncomfortable. Because Ooh. you're, when you are comfortable, then the creative, it, it becomes too mellow, it becomes too stagnant. Yeah. So I know for sure when I'm uncomfortable, I'm doing something right as much as I might not like the feeling. Yeah. Um, and I know also, I know as a creative, I know that I might have like my ideas and what I want in life. And it might be a very like Lakota silver world, but I know it's so important to give back and I know it's so important to, Say thank you and appreciate the people that are with you along yeah. the way. Because as much as we are an artist and, you know, it's your creative um, story, etc. There are people that like the photographers are masters of their art and they're capturing the photographs. So it's important that you always are thankful, that you always give back, mm-hmm. that you acknowledge, you know, you never want to go unknown and yeah. you deserve as much as I deserve that song well done like this person deserves the credit for what they do yeah you know so I think that's important I get a sense that you're probably the hardest person on yourself <laughs> I've, yeah I'm that true? such a hard yeah I'm like why did I do that <laughs> da, 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 da. do you listen back to you know takes on songs or do you watch back a performance do you get of that course. intense wow sometimes sometimes like for me it's it's important because the thing is you cannot learn unless Unless you've watched and learned. It's the worst thing. I always say, like, producers kill me because they playback is, like, the worst thing yes. ever for an yes. artist. you like, really? And then if, when you, like, loop it backwards, it goes, like, blah, 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 yeah. like, you're talking Russian. <laughs> and you're, like, really? Like, did I have to do that? And then, like, did you really need to make me do that? I'm really yeah. blood red. And then then you hear your, your vocal takes. And sometimes it's actually... Really, really good. Well, uh-huh. you should be if you're a singer. But I, I think mean, that would be the main. Yeah, like I, <laughs> you know, I should hope so. But you always get that butterfly, that knot in your tummy, like oh, because you're a human. So mm-hmm. you always think like, what are other people going to think? You know, before you go art, whatever. And that is also why I say it's so important to work with a good team and exactly. a good good producers and people that allow you to be creative and it's a safe zone because creativity is daunting. Yeah, you know, true creativity. You can get lost is. in that spiral 100%. of just. This is not good enough. Will I ever be good enough? Will people like this? And then like you're not this? creating. Is... Then you're just creating for what people want, you know. And you have to be create. The the beauty about creativity is that it's it's true. It's authentic, and people are either going to love it or they're going to mm-hmm. hate it. And that's 
fine. So where do you draw the line? Do you think more as a creative or do you think as someone who needs to make something com- commercially successful and that will get the crowd moving? Yeah. Or do you just do what feels right, right to you and you see what happens? You know, the thing is, it's still business. At the end of the day, I always tell people, like, I still need to eat. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm a musician and it's my passion. It's my dream. But I'm still human. I still, like, need a shower mm-hmm. and, like, you know, need to pay rent or whatever, whatever it needs to happen. So for me, there's a fine line I feel like you run after your passion and then this is why I say like the the love and the performance and the art is one thing mm-hmm. but then the industry is the business so that is where you that's, have to oh, that is so right you, you have to like you have to have a balance so that's why you have a team that's why you work hard on your passion and then you present it to a team mm-hmm. where they then work with you and they can handle the business side yeah and then you work together and you have that equal balance so I create music music that I love luckily pop music People do like to listen to it. You know, I like to create music that people like to sing along to. Luckily, I I do create music like that. But um, I would definitely stay true to myself. But if my record label were like, hey, like we need to make some money, you know, and speak and we speak about it, then we'd have to discuss that and let that be an option. Because at the end of the day, that is also truth, you know. Absolutely. I I do think to a certain extent you can be a musician and you can be creative. But you have to think along the lines of... Absolutely. If I just bumped my toe against the wall and I yeah. write a song about that as an expressive creative, yeah, yeah. that's one thing. But will that get Anyone you know like sales? That. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 having to face the reality yeah. of the industry. So let's talk about pop the mixtape. Yay! You gotta say it right though. Oh, okay. You gotta say pop. Okay, I don't think I'm cool enough for that. Okay, let's I mean, try. Let's yeah. try one more uh, time. Okay, pop, pop. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You got it. That's high five for that. I think I'm good enough. <laughs> I think you're good. Yeah, so you make what, the score. What are your hub, your hopes for pop? <laughs> what are my hopes? You know, that's cool. Like, uh, for me, like, as a girl, as a little girl, like, I'd always get CDs for Christmas. So already just having an, a, like, a physical album out is amazing. That's like, it, awesome. It's, it must it's, be the best feeling in the yeah, world. Yeah. And me. it's, it's the end of the beginning. So it's like, I've worked it's the to, end of the beginning. Of the beginning. So it's like the end step, like the last chapter in, like, what I've been working for for the past two years. Yeah. And that's, you know, creating this, this product. Because live shows will always be live. They will always be like there. But a product stops once you you've created it and it's out you can't do anything it's now it's done it's It's run its course you know so it's the end of the next step um and you got to remember that there's always a next step. Like when people say like it's the end, it's the end. I'm like no, 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 no. You then you got the music thing wrong, dog. Yeah, you always have to move on. Is, I'm like wow. <laughs> um, so yeah, so for my hopes of pop the mixtape has already been achieved just by like having the actual album. Out. And the thing is for me is like I have. Obviously, like, I want the sales to do, do well and, uh-huh. and, you know, every artist wants to do well, but it was important for me. And I, I say this all the time. And I'm sure like my PR person's like, Oh my gosh, can you stop saying this? Yeah. But, um, I always say like, it was important for me to create something, obviously with all the teams involved that was an intro into who I am and the sounds I'm exper- mm. experimenting with and to go like, this is what I'm about now. Like I'm still growing and I'm still going to be doing, but here, have a listen. Like this is my first, it's an album, but it's a mixtape. Like it's my first album, but it's a mixtape. It's a start of who I am, what I want to delve into, the kind of feel that I am. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like purchase it and have a listen. And if you like it, then, you know, you can continue supporting. And if you don't, then at least, you know, okay, shut the front door. Like I'm, I'm on to the next one. I love that you're That's so cool. real with that. <laughs> I, I love how honest and just raw you are. And I think that's such an admirable thing. Thank you. And I'm I hope sure you don't lose that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, listen, people best accept you just as you are. So looking towards the future though, what, yeah. where, where would you see yourself headed? What would you like to do? Okay. So, Obviously, like, I, I want to continue on this whole journey. And I think that I still have a lot to do in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I feel like I'm a little bit of a pioneer in terms of the pop industry yes. here. I'm um, female pop. I think we have amazing female artists out. Uh-huh. Um, but in terms of hardcore pop, I feel that I have a lot of work to do on the ground still. Um, cause there's no one really to learn from, which is awesome. You know, I don't mind that. And that's the thing with South Africa. Say what you will. We might be a small industry compared to yeah. others, but here you have the chance to be a groundbreaker. Yeah, absolutely. You, so that's a definite good it's, thing. It's amazing and it's daunting, but it's, you've got to take the balls by the yeah. horn and take the bull by the horns and, and you just go for the bulls all of them <laughs> so so yeah so you, yeah 
Does I, that answer that? Uh, to a certain extent, <laughs> okay. yes. Because I loved how you said, you know, you have a lot to do in South Africa. Yes. So oh, does yeah. that mean you definitely have oh, a yeah. worldwide vision? You know, you perform. Yes. You've, you've worked with Lockenville. Yes. And who are now predominantly based in yeah, LA. Yeah, they've moved. Yeah, they've moved. Yeah, they're awesome. Actually, come down next month. Awesome. I'm like, biggest fan ever. <laughs> just kidding. Like, I should be there for you. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just friends with them. So I like, know them and stuff. They'll probably be like, oh my gosh, you're such a nerd. Uh, but Listen, it's cool. you work with him on a song. So <laughs> I do. Oh, I do pop you like a So you're already, you're already I'm all awesome up in like there. that. Oh, yeah. thanks. <laughs> yeah, so, so the plan is like, I've got a lot of work to do in SA and I don't want to put a time limit on that. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be natural. I want SA to accept me when they're ready. You know, obviously, I'm not going to stop. Like, if they don't like me, like, you know, that's fine. Like, I'm just yeah. going to continue doing me and, and you continue doing me. And hopefully they'll be like, now it's the hip hop game. You know, people are accepting hip hop. I think hip hop's doing amazing things for our industry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping to get that, um, response for the pop. You know, mm-hmm. and even if it takes me like till I'm 50, I'm like, yeah, I'll show me some more <laughs> pop, pop music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'll still do it because I still love doing yeah. it. You know, um, and so, so for me, like South Africa have a lot of work to do in, and I'm looking forward to that yeah. because it is a groundbreaking thing. Oh, yeah. But I am planning. Like I've always, always been my dream to go to America, and I know people are like don't leave. Like everyone goes, and the thing is, you got to give it a try. Like for me, you you got to if it's been a dream, go there. Don't make it come back. That's yeah. fine. I always say, what is your intention? If you leave here saying, oh, I'm leaving, Mary, I'm going to Australia because this country is horrible. Yeah, that's one thing. But you cannot be put down if no. you want to go out there and pursue your your yeah. goals and, and represent exactly and like Trevor Noah is like doing amazing stuff now yeah and 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 he's still South African like he's his first like talk was on how Zuma and Donald Trump are compared like and he's ripping he's real and he's still like yeah. I'm South African and I I like that. I love that we're patriotic about our people. Yeah. I, I'd love to go overseas and people are like, um, oh, she's South African. I love people claiming that. It's so funny. I'm half Portuguese. So like, like Portuguese what people are like, she's Portuguese. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Can I say something? Yes, of course. I can, I, I want to put this out there and I yeah. love that we have podcasts here. So this will cool. be recorded. And in a good 15 years time, I'll come back <laughs> and say, wasn't I right? I see Lakota silver on like a Pepsi can. Oh, I see it happening. So you oh go way. out there and you dominate. Thank but you. before we talk about the Pepsi can moments, <laughs> okay. looking back now and your, yeah. you know, your career thus far, what do you have to say has been an awesome moment? Cause you've, awesome. you've played for huge crowds, yeah. you know, the J Beebs crowd. What now? Now, you know, there've been so many moments like this, this is a journey. Like, yeah. And it's hard. But it's I must, not like, it probably has been such a rewarding but journey. It's been, yeah. And the thing is, when when you can do, when you do what you love, mm-hmm. you never work a day in your life. And I think that is the awesome moment is when I go, when I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need finances or I need this or I'm tired or like whatever, all these things. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm still not going to work and doing something I, I don't love. I'm going like all these sacrifices I'm making, but I'm making it for the dream. And, it's and so I love meaningful. that moment. And I have that moment every day, like flying into Josie. I'm like, I'm flying in. And when I was like, 10, I would not think like I'm flying into Josie to meet with my record label, to be on Clear Central. Like, that's cool, so you know? Yeah. And it's like, so I have that moment every day. Um, but opening up with Justin Bieber, that was amazing. That was in front of 60,000 people. Shucks. And it was, that was one of the moments in my life where I was in front of all these people and I was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, I and might not nail it, it every time, right. but it just felt, it yeah. felt like I was, I was so in my happy place. Good on yeah, you. Cool. Good on you. Thank Listen, you. look at, I wish you nothing but oh, the best. Remember you. my Pepsi can moment. I, I oh. think we need to stop working <laughs> on that because it's bound to happen very, very soon. Thank and you so all much. the best. You just keep on popping. Yeah, exactly. Did Pop. I do that right? Yeah. Popping. Got it. You got it. You got it. You nailed it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining <laughs> for me. Listen, me. I want to end off the show with, I have to say, my favorite song. Okay. Not even buying face. Don't worry right. me of yours. <laughs> I can bump that in the car now feeling like a cool kid. So I just love that. Look, Curtis Silver, thank you so much for joining me on Untapped Talent this morning. And thank you to my guest as well, uh, Karishma Baste, earlier on as well. So that's it. Done and dusted Untapped Talent, another edition until next week, Friday on 9 a.m. My name is Sia, and I'll see ya. This is CliffCentral.com.